Quarantine Comic Book Talk. Welcome, everybody, to the return of Matt Anderson and Daniel Butcher to the comic book time machine. This is Daniel. Good morning. Let me see that uh, pop shelf you have over there. Well, I, I need you to drop something off at my, because it goes right there. Oh, my gosh. You have to come over here. You, you haven't seen my house or my baby. I can't come over there. It has to be. Dude, we're in quarantine. No, I mean, someday. It's all about dropping stuff off on doorsteps. Um, I could leave it at my driveway so you could see my house, and then you could swing by and get it. And bring, I've, I've seen your house. What? What have you seen I my house? I see your kid from a distance. What? What have you seen my house? Christmas. Mm, remind me. Did you stop by? Recorded in the basement. You had a bin of you had a bin of pops. Oh, did you? You actually did come in here, huh? I didn't remember that. When was that? Yeah. I sat in the basement. Christmas, Christmas before. Yeah. Talked about your tree. Get this. I here are some fun facts about us recording together. It looks like the last time that I that you and I Skyped was December fifteenth, twenty seventeen. And the last time we were right, dude. What? Save it for the show. Okay. Fine. <laughs> uh what do you want to talk about here today? Uh just should just, we just uh relaxing comic book stuff? stuff. Yeah. I have a 10 o'clock meeting, so I could probably go for about 40 minutes. Perfect. And so we'll record a little bit today, just relax. And then should we tease the green team for next week or sometime in quarantine? Sure. You want to do it? I'll buy it and read it if you want to. And then we could. I just wish it was in Amazon. Yeah. All right. I don't understand why it's only in comicology. Uh, With my setup, you can't really hear the music through Skype. So I say we just start talking and I'll edit it together later. All right. You just tell me when to go. All right. Daniel, glad to be uh, on Skype here with you and podcasting again. I hear a voice. Who is that? Is that you, God? <laughs> it's me, Matt Anderson. Matt Anderson. Matt Anderson. That's a good Midwestern name right there. Man, I'm so I know Matt, Matt Anderson. I'm so thankful for the coronavirus so that you and I could come together again and chat about something we enjoy, comic books, and maybe media in general. Ooh, I, mean, I do like me some comic books. So we don't really have a, an exact plan, but I've just wanted to be po- I wanted to podcast with you for so long. It's glad I'm just glad to be back together here. Uh, we're doing this on an early morning before our our work days start. So thank you for taking some time. And we're and should we right now tease what's happening next week or sometime in quarantine? Well, sometime in quarantine. Go ahead. Well, back on the Sci-Fi Christian in twenty. 20- 13 or 12 i bet it was 2012 you and i yeah you and i yeah eight years ago we uh you led a conversation where you went through every first volume of dc comics new 52 initiative so if you don't remember listeners back in 2011 dc did a total relaunch of all their titles brought everything back down to issue number one and started their universe over daniel was kind enough to read every first volume and and then we did a long marathon session covering each of them. But 
tell the story about one specific title called The Green Team. Well, there was a few volumes that didn't sell very well. And one of them was The Green Team. And so I was getting all of the volumes from the library. And uh, it was listed as being something that I had on hold. And then one day, it just disappeared. It was no longer on hold. And uh, it became the one New 52 volume that I never read. I've heard that that's the choice that I never read it. Yeah, I've heard it's not good. Yeah, but I mean, I'm looking here on Goodreads. I have 317 New 52 volumes rated. Wow. And I feel like one's missing. Mm -hmm. And that would be the green team. Man, and so yesterday I happened to notice it was on sale on Comixology. I sent you the link. So sometime in the next week or so, you and I are going to read Green Team Volume 1 and then review it here on the show. And so doing this real live time here, adding the cart. Oh, this is happening right now. Yeah. All right, I'll, go, this I'll go do it Alan too. Alan who claimed that this podcast uh, pod faded. What? Yeah. Comic Book Time Machine pod faded? Yeah, apparently. I don't think so. I mean, Ben Avery's been going strong. Thank you, Ben, for keeping the show going. Hey, while you do that, I just want to tell a story about Ben Avery. So, what about Ben? Well, get this. Um, I've been catching up on the comic book time machine because over the last couple of years, I've had different reading goals and I've been listening to lots of different audiobooks to help me meet those goals. And so, I did get behind on some of the comic book time machine episodes, including some of the Swamp Thing themed episodes. So, uh, now that I'm on quarantine, I'm doing work around the house. I'm catching up on old episodes that I missed of the comic book time machine because I want to be a completist for a, a show that you and I and Ben launched all together. So as I was listening to this, all of a sudden, Ben starts mentioning that I've recorded with Evan David for the comic book time machine, but not him. And he wants to podcast with me again. But I just need to set the record straight. I, it feels like we're just, Ben, you and I are just talking through the podcast, but I'm open anytime. I've The invitation is there. I've offered myself as a podcast host to you. Whenever you're ready, just send me a date and I'll be there. If you pick a date and a time. Where are you going? Where are you going, Matt? <laughs> if you pick a date and a time, Ben Avery, I'll make it a priority in my schedule as long as it works with my family. <laughs> so this is happening. It sounds like Ben's in- interested. I'm interested. And Daniel, if you're available, we could get the original team back together. You know, I, I'm again, I'm not going anywhere. Well, talk about this. What's going on? Why is your schedule so easy right now? I mean, for years, I've I've had to really work hard to figure out if we could get together. And we usually make it happen once or twice a year. We did miss. I think you and I missed 2019. But that's our, we did. But we, we did. Uh, but so and, and you and you have my pop. You do have my pop. Yes, your Christmas, the Christmas present pop that we get for each other every year. I've got it right here. I mean, I can, I'm looking at right where it is. And And I have a spot for it. And, you know, I was hopeful that you would make one of your trips downtown. And I think you did. And I was like, maybe he'll have it. Because the bride, it's the one that's missing from that shelf. It's the one. Well, talk, talk about what it's for. So last October, um, Disney put out through Target, Hot Topic, Box Lunch, a ton of Haunted Mansion pops. Um. So I have all of them, but the bride, which you so kindly picked up for me. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a nice little display going on um, with some haunted mansion materials on this bookshelf. My wife got me because she's she thought that my pops are out of control as far as their display. Um, and so uh, I, I've got a spot for her 
to just slide right in there. Um, once we figure out how to actually um, have me meet a child of yours. Yeah, so my my youngest now is six months old, and you've never come to see this baby nah, boy. feels like a lie. My first feels son. feels like a lie. Man, six months have gone by. I, I think you've hired an actor, and you've put up pictures <laughs> of uh, your family. Time does fly. So you're available. I mean, usually you're coaching lacrosse like crazy. You're working like crazy. Well, but, to, I mean, it, this, the coronavirus has made a way for this to happen. Well, and it's been frustrating because you're exactly right. Usually this time of year... Um, I am coaching lacrosse like a crazy man as a high school coach, and then I go straight into my traveling season. Um, my dog has never seen me so much, um, thanks to uh, I'm very, very fortunate, and I have a, I work for a company that was very proactive in uh, having us all work from home very, very early, and they're going to keep us at home, and uh, we've been highly effective as a company. But, uh, yeah, I, I spend my day at home every day. How long? What? When? What? Do you remember your first day on quarantine? I think this is day forty-one for me. Wow, my I don't know what number I'm at, but my first day, uh, March sixteenth, we got the email saying don't come in tomorrow. So March seventeenth started me being uh, working from home. I will admit it has changed a lot of my reading habits. Because uh, again, I haven't had access to the library for forty-one days. Yeah. So I'm sitting here. Every library book that I have is currently read. I'm on the last uh, one. I'm to, like just today. I started my last library comic book. It, it, oh man, I'm so glad I got a giant stack before. I didn't plan it this way, but I just had a ton checked out. And then you and I shared the same library. Uh, they basically just said keep it until May. <laughs> like we're not open. Well, and if you read it, when I went in at one point and extended a hold, and they were literally like, "Yeah, when you get here." Yeah, I wish I had known what they were going to do, and I wish I had checked out more, actually. Yeah. Or, or some movies Ditto. for kids or you something know. like that. Because usually the movies you only get for seven days, and the, the comic books you get for 21 days. I wish I had checked out a, yeah. bunch of th- a bunch of stuff for the kids and myself. Now, movies I've done pretty well with. Because um, we have Disney+. Plus. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, of course. That's what um, we should do. So I have... Maybe not today, but you and I should just do... Uh, uh, I know it hasn't been six months quite yet, but a six months in Disney Plus overview. That'd be awesome to do with you. Ooh. Let's not do it too. Let's not talk about Disney Plus right now because I want to. That, that would be a fun episode to do. Well, I will admit, though, in this quarantine, I've become a little. I've asked my wife and a few friends if I've become my, uh, my father <laughs> because now I'm using Disney Plus to watch National Geographic documentaries. Oh, wow. Um, I just got done before we got on the phone uh, looking at Stonehenge. So that sounds fun. A little archaeology and technology at the same time. Well, since you're talking about the library, tell me some of the comic books you've been reading that you checked out recently and maybe focus on your favorites and I'll do the same. Well, I may not focus on my favorites. You've met me. I move around. Come on. Okay. Right. Um, so one of the things that's happened since the library is no longer physically available to me is our library very fortunately has a great online contingent. Mm-hmm. So with the library and combined with uh, Amazon Kindle Unlimited, one of the things that I've meant to do for years but never had the chance to do was go back and look at The Flash by Jeff Johns. Oh, okay. And so I know you're a huge fan of the Wally West years. Uh, Um, Myself? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. 
I I do. I've always enjoyed Wally West, and I love what they've done with Wally West in the current comic books. I've actually never read the Jeff John years. No, again, our library has it available. The first two volumes of the Jeff Johns years. I know that folks, I, you know, you'll listen to conversations and podcasts where people are like the Wally West is my Flash. Mm-hmm. I, unlike you, I'm not always a big fan okay. of what they're doing with Wally West today. Um, there's a lot of marginalization. I don't know if I feel like, uh, oh, not Crisis. Um, Reba? What's the Tom King? Oh, uh, Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, I don't feel like Heroes in Crisis necessarily is one of those uh, arcs that's going to stick just based on what I've seen in other. Um, I just read, uh, maybe in the last two months, Flash Forward, though, which is Wally West having a kind of a multiversal adventure. Have you read that yet? Um, is that new? It's relatively new, and I'm not positive. I, I read it. I read it in the single issues, so I don't know if it's out yet. But that was pretty fun. I have not read that yet. Yeah, go find Flash Forward. It's by hmm, maybe Scott Lebdell. Okay. Well, again, I can't really find it except on Comicsology right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would say I'm actually Wally West was not my Flash, even though. I was at the prime age, but for some reason, I always thought of Barry as being my mm-hmm. Flash. I'm finding that I'm liking these Jeff Johns, Wally West volumes much more than I'm liking what they're doing with him and whatever the heck DC's calling it now. What is DC calling I think we're still in Rebirth, as far as I know. Yeah, so I'm liking it a lot better than what they've done with Rebirth. I think that one of the things that I like is kind of a difference in why maybe why Wally wasn't my Flash is I was of the age where I knew about Barry Allen and the death of Barry Allen. And then I went into Wally. And I think I had a lot of, it didn't align up for me because mm-hmm. people often talk about Wally as the family man, Wally as the solid guy, Wally as the, the friend that everybody would like to have. And a lot of the Wally that I read was things like Justice League International, which is one of my favorite series. And Wally in Justice League International is kind of a player and kind of immature oh, really? and super, super jerky. Um, and I feel like this Jeff John stuff, what I've seen is that we've got this evolution where when I started to read Wally, he was definitely this immature young man just looking to spread some wild oats um, to where the Jeff Johns is. Wally, the married husband, holding down a job, being a hero for his city, being a mentor for others, um, and even acknowledging, like, earlier, I was not that great of a person. Hmm. And so it's nice because when we talk about using comic books to kind of evolve a character and to see a character grow, I do feel like um, me recently rereading a lot of the Justice League International stuff and now reading the Chef John stuff, I understand why folks really kind of like that version of the Flash, why they dig Wally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm a, I'm definitely a big fan of Wally West. I think I was first exposed to him during the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would probably say Barry, Barry Allen is my main Flash, but I like the character of Wally West as well. Do and I, if you go back and, and maybe, maybe you need to go find that old new 52 episode, scrub it and repost it. Um, that's not a bad idea. Another one of the volumes that I've bumped into that our digital's got is the last de- days of the justice society of America. 
which is really Roy Thomas uh, looking back at crisis, which I know you you finally read. It only I took did. you twelve years. Yeah. Um, and uh, looking back at like how they use those Justice League with Society of America characters, I really do still feel like New Fifty Two botched them with Earth Two. Um, by trying to rearrange these characters. And I think Jay Garrick is a good example by, by making Jay Garrick more of the Wally West from when I was a kid, where he's kind of a jerk versus being the mentor character, the solid character, the clear thinker, um, or taking, uh, Alan Scott, who I'm not necessarily, um, big Alan Scott fan, but taking away the idea from Alan Scott that he was this parental character and changing his orientation to where he's much more, um, much more younger, um, and not a parent anymore. Um, it's really, I think they, they botched that in many ways where I almost feel like that earth two group should have just been a different superhero group with different names and have those personalities that they wanted. Um, but not necessarily put these classic names on them. It's a good idea about finding that old New 52 episode. I bet we could, I could edit that up a little bit and, and put it here in this feed just to prep everybody for the green team. Well, it may be necessary. I think it's only like four hours long. Yeah, it's quite long. I just did some checking while you were talking there. The last time you and I recorded together was Christmas 2018, but we did post it in January 2019, so I technically had... One episode out there in 2019, and now we're back in 2020, so we're good to go. And the last time we Skyped together, I was telling you this off there, December 15th, 2017. But that's not bad. That means we've been together mostly for our uh, comic book adventures. Did you see that the um, comic book convention that we often go to here in St. Paul every May has been canceled? I have. Not surprising, of course. I have. But... I mean, it, it needs to be. I mean... That's the state of the world right at the moment. I've seen that some comic book conventions have been doing their seminars online. Mm. Um, so there's still good geek, geek content out there. Um, I'm all excited. Uh, Disney, again, they, well, they need to make money. Yeah. Um, so they've been releasing a lot of things at discounted rates that are in the geeky um, category. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Comic-Con. The main Comic-Con in San Diego is also canceled. I mean, this is all just obvious stuff, but it's noteworthy to discuss. Here's one, Matt, that's in the, our digital options. Once and Future by Karen Gillan. It's, okay. uh, it's available. Volume 1 is a digital comic. It is a story. It's King Arthur's story, mm-hmm. but uh, set in modern day where King Arthur may not have been that great of a guy, okay. to be honest. You've read it already? Uh, I did. Um, it has a lot to do with pieces of stories have meaning. And so Galahad is not just a person per se, but Galahad is a role within a story. Mm. Um, and it's kind of fun to kind of see how they, they take the classic King Arthur story, break it into story pieces, and then try to apply it into this this day's world. Uh, I just purchased the green team on Comixology. So listeners, go right now to Comixology as you're hearing this. Hopefully, I'm getting this up fast enough so that you can purchase it while it's on sale. Oh, that's another thing. It's on sale right now, which is why I sent the link to Daniel. And uh, you can join us for that episode. Uh, let me tell you. I heard it's not good. Yeah, it's not going to be good, but at least you'll understand what we're talking about. Uh, I went back and read 
a run I really liked from five or so years ago, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye series. Mm-hmm. So I went back and reread that so I could kind of continue the story and see where it went after that. And I made a little bit of a mistake with my library ordering. I thought that directly after Matt Fraction was Kelly Thompson's run on Hawkeye, kind of featuring Kate Bishop more. I missed the two-volume Jeff Lemire run of Hawkeye. Did you ever read that? Well, I did. Let me so, punch it in. Long story short, I ordered it from the library, which we won't be able to get to uh, for quite a while. <laughs> and uh, I, I just ended up reading the stuff that's a little bit ahead, because who cares? So that's well. I, I, just in the last week, I've read uh, like four volumes of Hawkeye. So I'm, I gave fours to okay. that weird. Lemire. This is very time, comic book time machine. We are talking about old comics. Mm-hmm. Now. Again, maybe five, six years ago. I love that Matt Fraction old. run. I love that. Um, looks like the first um, Lemire comic. Uh, trade that came out i, I gave it a, a high 3.5 um and it seems like the real issue for me was changing on the art styles okay where we had gone from one uh you know really iconic set of of hawkeye art mm-hmm. to moving to a new a new artist and it seems like it rubbed a little wrong against me uh, um i think so this is going to sound I had a lot of fears about that run. A lot of fears. But Lemire? Yeah. You're not a giant Le- Jeff Lemire fan, though, correct? You know, I'm, Lemire's been growing on me. Um, he really has. I mean, there's things about him that I really enjoy, things that I don't. But the, I, think, I think the real reason I had fears about the Lemire run is to do, again, going back to the New 52 and mistakes that they made. I felt like Lemire's uh, Green Arrow was horrendous. Because hmm. um, again, like Black Hammer is fan- fantastic. Uh, t- the terrifics that he's putting out now, really, really good stuff. Um, his Bloodshot, pretty solid things. But the problem with New 52 Lemire Green Arrow was Green Arrow, when you, again, going back to the idea that these characters have certain qualities about them that they carry. And Green Arrow is a social justice warrior. That's who he is. He's an advocate. He's he's someone who is, you know, he's Robin Hood. He's fighting for the little man as he perceives it, um, standing up against big business. And that Lemire Green Arrow was literally like a teenager just trying to have relations. Hmm. Um, that was his whole goal is, you know, this is, this is I'm I'm here for me and my carnal desires and that is the focus of who I am and I'll be honest that may have been the Green Arrow that we saw on TV but it's not the Green Arrow that we we saw in comics and I really thought that it did take Percy uh, Benjamin Percy to come in and reorient that because when Benjamin Percy came in he really pushed the fact that like Green Arrow is that social social justice warrior. Mm-hmm. Agree with him, disagree with him, no matter, it, it doesn't matter. That is an intrinsic character of who we are, just like we saw back in Justice League uh, Unlimited. I mean, he's he's the hippie in Justice League Unlimited. That's who he is. And so, again, to trash on the New 52 a little bit, that was one of the, the key mistakes they made, is that they they really 
failed to understand who these characters were and trying to make them relevant. And the crazy thing is, is when you think about it with Green Arrow, you know, we had the whole 99% movement after the new 52 came out. We've had a lot of social justice conversations and it was the perfect character to kind of slide into this. And that's what uh, Percy did is he, he used a lot of the discourse that's going on around us to talk about issues like uh, prison imprisonment rates and economic mobility and economic sharing where again, Lemire just didn't seem to get green arrow and was just trying to make this cool hip guy who would fit on the CW. Mm -hmm. You mentioned his black hammer. That is one of my favorite comic books right now. Well, when we talk about deconstructing stuff, sometimes folks don't like deconstructing and look at it as being an insult to deconstruct. And really that's what he's doing is he's deconstructing justice league and he's deconstructing the genre of super teams. It's really, really good stuff. What are some of the titles you're purchasing every month and having shipped to you? Oh, it's a sad story. It's a sad story. Oh. Aquaman with Star Wars. All this, like anything Star Wars? No, I just do the main title. Okay. I get trades. Not even Darth of, Vader, huh? No, I get a trade of it. Which has led me to a problem, as as we've talked about in the past, man. I'm a huge fan of discount comic book service. Yeah. Um, my orders have been so small that I'm in my second month now, not in a row, where um, I didn't put in an order because it, with the shipping, it wasn't cost effective. It was better for me to go to Midtown Comics in two months mm-hmm. to order the three books that I'm getting. Because wow. with discount comic book service, if there's not a trade in there, I'm just not getting the, the discount that I need right at the moment um, for me to order three, four comic books. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I... I made a terrible mistake. I reordered an Aquaman I already had. And now I, I'm stuck not being able to move forward on Aquaman for three, four months until I make my next Midtown order. I've never ordered from Midtown. I try to stick pretty close with DCBS only. Uh, I did... I cut back last year and then probably should have continued to cut back. But when you cut, like if you take a month off or whatever, your whole shipping cycle gets messed up. So, so I took a month off to try to save some money, but they didn't ship my books. And when they were supposed to that following month, they made me wait a month because the way the shipping works out, you pay kind of a few months ahead or something like that. So, I was like, literally, I have an order, and they're like, yeah, but you skipped a month. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's sitting there. Which is kind of weird, because let's say you just made one order. They wouldn't make you wait. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, so uh, while my shipment was waiting, they took a book out of my, like, you could see it was in your next order. They took it out, gave it to somebody else, I'm assuming, because they eventually said, we didn't get enough, and we don't have that one for you. (laughs) So now I'm... And I'm a little bit, I mean, this is dumb. I shouldn't fall for that trick, but now I'm worried about skipping a month because if you really want something, uh, it's in danger if you don't stick with it. And again, I, I completely and utterly understand because I, I was sitting there. I'm here looking at my next shipment now, and my next shipment just has my bag and boards, obviously, because they don't even have their diamonds. So uh, I'm trying some new things. Uh, I like Mike, Al- Mike Allred as an artist and creator so I, i'm trying a book by him called x-ray robot but i haven't even read it issue one yet so it's in my cart to come but i 
haven't checked out the first issue yet, which I, I just received at my home in the last week. Uh, I've been getting, I'm buying Tom King's Strange Adventures, but I've only read issue one. Uh, let's see. I'm buying Dark Knight's uh, the Death Metal, the new event in DC. I really liked Dark Knight's Metal when that came out a couple of years ago. So I'm doing that. And then I, I ordered here uh, Batman The Three Jokers. That's starting here in a few months. You stepped, I did you order. Away. I can't see you anywhere. That's because I left. <laughs> I know that you have to get off this call here pretty soon, and then we'll be back next week. Is that right? I do what? You have to get off this call pretty soon and then come back next week, right? Yeah. I promise. I am going to come back. I promise. Maybe. So are you going to... What, what do you have ordered for next week, next time? Or, I mean, in your most recent shipment? You would ask. <sighs> I'm just curious if we have any overlap. I don't. I get the sense we don't have any overlap. I was... Uh, so last summer, I, because I love Jonathan Hickman, I was buying everything... Power of Ten and House of X. <gasps> Have you read that stuff? Oh, oh you're making a, a gasp. Is it related to John Hick- John so, Hickman? Oh, well, you may ask me to look at my order. So last month, so my March order order was pretty big. Oh, okay. What do you, what do you have in there? Because because I got the Aquaman and the Aquaman Giant. And you know how I was talking about Lemire? Yeah. Well, I got a surprise in there. What is it? <laughs> Oh, I, never mind. It's Matt Fraction. Oh. So I, 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 for some reason, when we you say tryout stuff, that oh, Adventure Man, Adventure Man, yeah, so cheap and so big that I went ahead and ordered number one, and now I've ordered number two because I know why. You, know, you and I ordered this for the same reason. We both listened to a different comic book podcast called Comic Geek Speak. They kind of plugged that on their previous episode. I did the same thing. I I bought Adventure Man number one and two. And the other thing that I forgot about in there, I think is I might have one here. Miniseries, wait, DC wait. Manhunters: The Secret History. Oh, well, you know, Manhunters are kind of a big deal right now in DC. Well, I again, I'm not reading except for like six months later when I get a trade from the library. But uh, I was disappointed to see this series um, focuses on Kate Spencer, but Mark Shaw is going to appear in it, so I'm all in. What do you know about Free Comic Book Day? Because I'm seeing here in my to-be-shipped pile, there is uh, some Free Comic Book Day comic books, but they're not doing it in May. So are they just going to hold on to those? Are they just going to give them away? What's happening there? I have no idea. I take it back. I see Adventure Man is in my pile to-be-shipped. So I don't have it yet. Well, that's weird because mine is not. You know, it's not in my next shipment. I mean, you can go to on-shipped items. It's in my on-shipped items. So DC is currently on a little bit of a hold, but uh, they are going to be using the same service we use, DCBS, to to get the actual physical copies out there. So they're right now releasing digital trades, but no digital single issues. And then starting April 28th, they're going to start doing single issues again, and then they'll be shipped out through services like DCBS and Midtown. Yep. We live in an interesting time. You know, We should talk more about the, the coronavirus stuff, uh, if there's anything else related to being on quarantine or uh, I, think the, I think the real thing we need is Matt to not Matt Ben did even more episodes about John Carter. I mean, I feel like he listened. So yeah, I he, would say thank you to listening to my last two complaints on the show. 
about that. Thank you, Ben. But at the same time, it took him so long, I don't think he's really listening to my pleas. I mean, it's just one of my list of grievances. That I, as a listener, me and my John Carter. I just heard him talk about Infinity Wars from like two years ago, and he was talking about the warps. Remember those uh, Infinity Warps? Man, I do. I love that stuff. It's just like the Amalgam comics of the 90s, which I'm starting to read through some of my back collection during quarantine. And I, I read a Spider Boy book, which was a combination of Ben Riley's Spider Man and the Connor Kent Superman from, or Superboy from the 90s. So I read that. I'm gonna, I, I've mostly been trying to wrap up my library reading because, I, like I said, I only have one left. And then uh, I'm going to dive into my personal collection of stuff that I haven't bought or I haven't read, but that I bought at uh, conventions that you and I have went to. You know, Matt, as I think about this, we were in a strange time. Um, When we started comic book time machine, we spent a lot of time talking about comics from the past. Right. And trying to find things to entertain us and find our joy and to really kind of reach back to a time that wasn't as stressful. Yeah. And if you think about it right now, you mentioned, you know, there's some digital stuff coming out, but otherwise physical stuff isn't coming back. We've kind of reached a a point in our comic book fandom where almost every comic is a comic book time machine. Yeah. Because even when physical stuff comes out, um, it's going to be things that are really already been available. Um, And so if anything, in these interesting days, and I keep saying interesting days because I get frustrated because I always thought that I was going to use the phrase like this. Oh, we have flying cars. We live in interesting days. We don't have flying cars. Um, All comics right at the moment are time machines. And and I'm glad to have them because, again, when we have these days where, I don't know about you, my work life and my home life are very, very blurred. Mm -hmm. Um, the farthest I've driven in the last 40 days is 12 miles. I was to get sushi. It was really good. Um, <laughs> I've had a full tank of gas for over a month. I do need to go fill a tank of gas uh, in one of our cars in our next provision run. Um, and I think it's going to be about a dollar cheaper per gallon. Um, I have two cars that are barely moved because I have a teenager. So. interesting times and thank god thank goodness for comics and comic book movies and ways to help pass our time uh with that i know we're gonna we're wrapping up here in a minute i'm gonna give one recommendation from the past something that's i've wanted to read for a while that i haven't had a chance to and finally got to during quarantine and then i'll ask you to do the same so i'm looking right now at my goodreads to get that answer and so if you want to do that while i'm talking go ahead so, there's a book I'd heard about for years called, well, it's, it's a Batman uh, event or series, you could, call, you could say, called Prey. You've heard of Prey, where Hugo Strange is the main villain? Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the, it's not a series, I don't know, uh, what would you say? it's not really an event either, it's just a storyline, there we go, it's a little storyline within the Batman title. This is the storyline that introduced Hugo Strange to the Batman universe. Finally read it early in quarantine, uh, Definitely liked it. Then I read the follow-up, which I believe was called Terror. I could be wrong about that, but Scarecrow was um, more of the villain of that one, although Hugo Strange was around. These are set in the time period shortly after Batman Year One, which is a time period I enjoy. Catwoman is around. So the collection I got from the library has both 
Prey and Terror collected together. Prey is definitely better, but Terror wasn't the worst thing I ever read. So there it is. My recommendation, Prey, a Batman storyline from, I don't know, probably the 80s or 90s. Uh, mine, uh, this is probably something you get from Amazon. Um, the Green Team. Oh no, the Green Team's not on Amazon. Never mind. There's oh. a reason why. Um, it's horrible. Uh, uh, for me, uh, Justice League Corporate Maneuvers. I had heard about it a while ago, and now it's recently been traded. It is available on Amazon. It's Justice League International Goofiness, uh, done in a book that I had never read called Justice League Quarterly. Geffen and DiMatteis. It's it's funny, funny stuff. There's a Jack and uh, Stan uh, parody at one point as not Eternals. What would be the, the cosmic gods? Oh, Lords of Order. Um, Lords of Order. Uh, but as Stanley and Jack Kirby uh, uh, over in that volume. So I've really, really enjoyed it because it's new to me, Justice League International, that I had never read, even though it's probably 30 years old. Well, Daniel, it was, it was great talking. I want to catch up with you about real life stuff sometime off there, but I know we both have to do work now. So I'm going to. Well, I think. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead and finish. I was going to say, when I hit the music, don't hang up right away. You won't be able to hear it. Uh, but uh, then I'll, I'll just quickly say goodbye to you off there. But what are your closing thoughts? Um, I think now, more than ever, it's, in time, it's time to remember my, my advice. Be safe, kids. Make good choices. I can hear it, but you can't hear it. The listeners can hear me. They probably can't hear you. Goodbye, listeners. Thanks for joining us. This is Matt Anderson and Daniel Butcher signing off. I know, you can't hear me. That's what I was saying. When the music plays, it's just, there's nothing. Yeah. Well, awesome. Great to be back together. All right. Let me look at next week. I did order the volume. Next week, Friday or Tuesday are my best days. All right. Let me take a look at my work calendar. Is this time of day a good time for you? Sure. Or do you like later in the day? I'm open to anything. No, it's fine. I'm up up at 6.30 and I'm working by 7.30. So Tuesday, I'm wide open and I'll read the green team by then. And then... Let's do, uh, well, hmm, just trying to decide here. Do I want to do the Disney more? I have feelings, and it may not be as positive as you think. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in your Disney Plus thoughts. And if we do the, if we put off the green team, it'll give them a little bit more time to read it. All right. Awesome. Thanks for recording. I'll plan on Tuesday next week. All right. I have, I have Matt chat on my calendar. Awesome. Goodbye, friend. All right. Later, friend. Later.